All right, we're back. The Circling Back Podcast, live from Austin, Texas. My name is Will DeFries. To my right, Dave Ruff. Something that's clearly never been done before. There's three guys in here doing a podcast. All three are drinking coffee out of a Dell Match Play World Golf Championship Yeti. It's actually shocking that we're all using this, considering we all got a bunch of like Callaway Epic Flash Yetis that we should be using. But Sally has commandeered every single one of mine at this point. My wife uses mine as well. Yeah. This would be much more noteworthy if we didn't get these together at the same event. You know, if it was like super random, like we just happen to all go to the event separately and get the yeah. same, you know. Well, I wanted to flex a little bit. It is pretty cool, though. I want people to know that we watch golf live in person. I mean, it's a great, it's a, it's a great rambler. A lot of people don't have that opportunity to go to a Dale match play it's true. in Austin. That's, that's fair. Chris Harrison included. We learned that recently. Yeah, he's not a Pete Dye guy. Hates Pete Dye with a passion. <laughs> would Maybe love a know. little too much. Like, yeah. There's something up. Something like, happened. Calm down, Chris. I, 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 I would tell you all if I knew, but there, there's something clearly went down there. Like, I don't have that much contempt in my life for like, Pete, like a lot of people. He hates Pete Dye more than I hate pretty much anybody. You hate Ben Crenshaw, though. I don't hate Ben Crenshaw. You don't like his designs. I like Ben Crenshaw just fine. Damn. That, that, gentle that, ben. that husky voice over there is Dylan Shivery. He's gentle Ben. Great to be back in the studio. Episode four, I guess, is what this is. Great segue, because you're known as Gentle Dylan. I'm, no one has ever called me Gentle Dylan. We're not doing episode numbers. We're just I know. Gonna, we're just going to start just shooting from the hip. Yeah. Hey, are you aware? What? It's Henley Wednesday. Is it? Yeah. Why don't you tell me? I thought about texting you. Man, we don't meet on Thursdays anymore. I know. So I can't do Henley Thursday. So I guess it makes sense that it would be Henley Wednesday. Well, Henley's out. Yeah, I think so. Dude, I think so too. Dude, body bagged them. They had a short a run. Column at one point. For those, for the folks at home who are new here, let's get Baird on the horn. He'll know. John Duda is a uh, former writer at PostgradProblems.com. Hold up on and Duda. also a good friend of ours. We're gonna gas Duda up in just a little bit here. I'm not gassing him up. I'm just identifying. Oh. Uh, he he body bagged Henleys. I think he just said at one point in a column that uh, you can do better than a Henley when going out. I do think wow. it's more casual wear. Yeah. You can't. I don't think you can take it to a bar. I don't dinner. have the. I don't have the pet game uh, for Henleys, but I still wear them. I think it's okay in Austin if you're going to like Little Woodrow's, which is like a sports bar. It's but gotta be casual. Yeah, like if you're like Dylan and you're going to Rooftop or Pop. Uh, yeah, you can't weekend, be. You can't be caught wearing a Henley. First of all, I don't go to those places. You know that. But yeah, if you're if you're hitting the club and you're trying to you know talk to women or something. Maybe maybe leave the Henley, maybe leave the Henley at home. Let's talk to the women. Hello, I'd like to talk to the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Can I have a table where there's a lot of women? Hi, I'm Everyone knows there are nights you go out with your boys to just bullshit and, and everybody get drunk. throws on. You got to throw on that button down with jeans. And then there are other nights when you go out to meet ladies. These are two, di- two Dude, different I don't mindsets. Know. I've been out of the game for like four years. You know one okay, thing, but there are two different mindsets when going out. You know one thing I learned about Dylan is that he when he goes out and he's we're going to like a nicer place. One thing he loves to wear. His jeans, a button-down tucked in, but he untucks the back, so just the front part's tucked in. Just so stop his, saying this So stuff. his belt buckle For, shows tuck, through. Last time I tucked his shirt in was when I wore a suit. And it was no, that's how you go out. It's yeah. not how I go out, Dave. I, I'm a firm non-tucker. Everyone knows I don't tuck. He, he tosses on that smell good, too. Tucker Carlson over the here. The last time I sat next to Dylan at a group dinner, I couldn't breathe because he had so much cologne on. I only tuck when I go to weddings and wear a suit, and it becomes... Un- I untuck, that's nice of you. I untuck when I hit the dance floor, too. How long, I, I how long until yeah, you start going untucked t-shirt underneath your suit jacket like Colton did? 
Um, I that's not a look. That's for me. the one thing I regret not asking Colton. That's not a look for me. That's the one thing. Yes, I wish that he would have acknowledged the fact that he wore black T-shirts underneath his suits for rose ceremonies. I I need to know. Oh, that's why. the Don Nelson. What? Like, why is that acceptable though? <laughs> you know that that's been a look for a while. It's yeah. not like it's not. He's not pioneering this or anything. It's been it's been around. You People shit all over this look during his season. Wait with Becca. Ro- Let's be clear here. You're talking about a, a t-shirt under a suit jacket yeah. or a sport coat? Yeah. That's that's it's been he did what it kind of on? t-shirt like an urban outfitters he t-shirt. He did it like every single every single time. Or just a just you a shouldn't wear it out, but it's a look that people have been doing for a minute. Well, I know, but okay. like I feel like it's like gymnastics coaches and like like dudes that are trying to like what? not look like they're 45 anymore. Oh, that's Whoa, not what I think. Why don't you just add Dylan? <laughs> Come on, man. Why I'm really catching at this show so far. Yeah. You hey, deserve it. You got to get knocked down sometimes. Um, I gotta, I gotta point something out. We were talking about tucking in shirts. A yeah. look. I know we're getting. A, this isn't even on the run sheet. No. A look that I want to be able to pull off, but I can't because I'm in my uh, early to mid 30s and I'm not an athlete anymore. You're an athlete. Guy who goes to the gym tucks in into his shorts. It's kind of a obnoxious baseball guy move. You can I, absolutely I remember do that. From back in the day. Dude does that. I don't want to put dude on blast. I do that around here's, my apartment. Here's sometimes. who looks good with that look: guys who have very, very powerful uh, thighs. Why? I don't have that yet. I'm trying. It just doesn't look good. It really just brings out like if you are somebody who is, uh, I don't know, has has the chicken leg gene, like myself. Like, I'm not gonna say anybody else in here. Ross Bowen, our friend Ross Bowen, he's a big <laughs> proponent of this. Uh, I'll then say you can't Dylan tuck has in. chicken legs. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. He's got. He's caught it enough. As I have, thin, I have thin legs. Yeah. They're not chicken. They're just thin. They're I feel like that's pretty constricting if you're tucking in at the gym. I mean, when you're moving big boy weight like we do, you need you yeah. Need, your you shirt's the, gonna come untucked. You need the free motion of the you you know turn the torso a little bit. When we're out there throw doing those our, arms up over your head. We're doing functional training. We, I, we don't do functional training. I'm, I'm all about function. Why Why would anyone who doesn't use their body as their trade functionally train? Do functional training? It makes no sense. Get better at your hobby. Like if your hobby's golf, I guess. Yeah, what if you're like a fly fisherman and you got to get like the muscles down? You don't need to be in good shape to be a fly fisherman. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. You clearly have never ripped lips. <clears throat> I haven't either. I've gone fly fishing once and I caught nothing. Rip one time for me. Shouts to Charlie. Let's get some logistics Functional out of the way. Training. First and foremost, I want to extend a massive thank you to everyone who mashed that subscribe button because not only did we debut at number two on the comedy charts, but number six worldwide on iTunes. Were there any podcasts ahead of us? Clearly, since we were number two. Who Joe was Rogan was ahead of us. Really? And that was it on comedy. That was it on comedy. Only Joe Rogan. I was really happy to uh, go ahead of the My Favorite Murder Girls. I have a personal vendetta against them, not because they put out bad content, but because I really wanted to beat them when I released Sunday Scaries. And when I got in the car on release day, Sally was just listening to them, and I single-handedly blame her. Wow, for she putting put them, them over the top. Yeah. So your boy wasn't happy with that. Why do you have Sally a problem? Why do you have a problem with successful women? I don't. <laughs> I actually don't like their podcast. So I'm not into true crime podcasts. Um, they're doing something that doesn't right. surprise me. I just they don't do much for me. These niche things, like I need like a big, I need like a big scandal, like not some like small town murder. Damn. Like what? International drug trade? That's why I like Slow Burn with like Monica Lewinsky and stuff because that's like, that impacted a nation. Whereas like these small town murders, I'm like, yeah, do I really care about that? Plus there was another element to that. What? Sex. I I was going to do a Bill Clinton voice, but I realized right before I tried that I can't. 
You should just go ahead and try. I also want to give a shout to every single person out there who subscribed to this podcast on Spotify. We did that, is, that is the game changer. We did numbers on Spotify, and I do want to be clear. We also currently, if you go to Spotify, like right as we're talking, which is going to be impossible since you can't hear us, we have a featured episode. They f- feature six episodes a day on Spotify. Our Colton interview is one of those featured episodes. They put your boys up there. Dude, they're gassing us up. Well, that's because it's a groundbreaking interview. No one's covering ground like we did with Colton. No one baffles Colton about ketosis more than Dave Ruff. Yeah, I thought he might... uh, That didn't go as planned. I'm sorry. No one's doing Colton interviews without asking him about virginity. Yet we did. Yeah, we did. No one else is doing it. bring it up. No one's doing that. No. (laughs) I thought you you looked like you had something to add to that, I did, and then I just... Oh, and all the people that left reviews and rated the potty on iTunes. Y'all are the real MVPs. So many reviews. If you haven't was, done it, if you haven't done it and you're listening, just go do it. Just go do it. Now yeah. is the time to do it. It's really important to our visibility. You always have that ta- like you always have like certain things that are just hovering over your head that you know that you need to do and they're just kind of like the scab. And like just get it behind you and then you never have to do it again. Yeah. Just now is the time. There's no better time than now. I started reading them yesterday afternoon. Did you did it bring you to tears? That, some of they were, they were so good. Some of them were extremely good. They're all anyway. I started reading and I realized I can't get to the end of them because there are so many. Yeah, there's too many. I was like, God, they really showed out for we us. We did get a really good one yesterday about how we're like in our 30s and trying to stay relevant in the meme culture, and it was so good that I actually added it to our description for the podcast so that people that saw it on the charts for the first time yep. would be like, Oh, this is the perfect description of these three. Lots of people saying how the. Circling back just hits different. Mm-hmm. Lots of people were saying that. It does hit different. I can't disagree. No. Yeah. Uh, and finally, to every single person that went on Patreon and decided to support us on there, it's patreon.com slash circlingbackpodcast. What's Patreon? For $5, you will get a Friday episode that is ad-free, listener voicemails, every single Friday. Think about that. It's going to be a fun app. If you go to patreon.com slash circlingbackpodcast, you can sign up now, you can let us earn your business, and you can contribute to help this become a successful venture for us. Ad-free, listener voicemail only, just nothing but fun. We can't, you know what though? We should not undersell. There could be some fun and easy banter There could in be. addition to those voicemails. There's hey. also going to be some editorial content that we'll be publishing in the near to medium near future. Here's a question, because I like fun, yeah. and I miss... This segment we used to do every Thursday on our old podcast called This Weekend in Fun. Yeah. Are we going to take that to this podcast? And if we do, is it going to be on the Friday episode? Right now, in my eyes, This Weekend in Fun, or a spinoff of This Weekend in Fun, yeah. will exist in the Friday episode. Wow. Until that segment has a title sponsor. So if anyone out there wants to sponsor This Weekend in Fun... Drop the bag. Anyone you want to name in particular? No. Drop the bag. Drop my listen. Drop the bag. <laughs> Don't do whatever that was. Okay. Either way, if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash circling back podcast. Sign up. It's in the description of this episode, so you can just click right to it. Give us a shot. Do we want to ask for? Do we want to talk about an old friend on this podcast? It's been a long time since we've talked to him. I wish we could get him in the studio. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, and he's not doing anything right now, right? I don't think so. Is the government still shut down? What's going on? No one really knows. It's a partial shutdown. I don't even know what that means, Okay. really. I mean, does it mean I can go out in the streets and break the law and no one's going to come down on me for it? I don't... No. 
Okay. I think emergency emergency personnel are still. Oh, that's too bad. But yeah, I mean that's more of a local crime. That's I'm not kidding. Too, okay. we, we support the. Police. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. No, we we love the boys in blue. They keep us safe. I'm kidding. Uh, Dave, will you explain what Ted Cruz is doing right now? Uh, wow, you know what's really really funny about this? I legit thought we were about to talk about Duda. Oh no, I don't have the run sheet open. I've got the Bachelor girls on there. Silly bitch. Uh, yeah, I am just the silliest little bitch. <laughs> uh, he's a beard guy now. That's all. And, and is this okay? Here's here's the question. This has been happening for the last three weeks, and and no one noticed until last week. Is he a beard guy because of the government shutdown? Like, did like he? Like he's just letting it rip. Yeah. Like, is this like a playoff beard? Or, or maybe he's just doing what I'm doing. Maybe he's following me. If he's just if he's doing it for a personal aesthetic change, he is massively botching this. He's he's, pull, he's pulling a Michael Scott. He looks like, I think, Kyle Banduho, uh, former PGP writer. Host of the Dagum podcast and uh, you know just general content guy, he said that it looked like Ted Cruz or Wolverine had sex with a bowl of oatmeal. I think he said, "Wow, I think that's fair." His beard has like the most unnatural coloration to it. He's got like a skunk line down his goatee. Here's what I I, I'm going to have to say a positive thing about Ted. He I applaud him for not dyeing his beard. And not using just for men. He is, yes, it is an odd gray spot. It's very odd. There's two of them. They don't make any sense. No one's doing beards like this except for Ted. And I applaud him for keeping it like that. Because a lot of people would have, you know, they would have listened to their publicist or their, you know, some some aid and been like, no, you got you to die like that. Because you already, because that's his thing. He has a likability problem. That's Ted Cruz. It's policy, not a, it's policy not a problem. notwithstanding. He it's has not a, a problem. I mean, he's he's so unlikable. His personality is borderline insufferable. Well, that, I, that I, I reject said, what you're saying, Will. That being said, <laughs> and I will clarify, politics aside, I'm not talking politics here. Somehow his uh, former foe, Beto, has become more insufferable than Ted Cruz. Oh, cause, no, I, I'm all in on Beto. What is Beto doing? Politics notwithstanding, because he's, he's a content king. He's not a content king. Nobody's going live during a dental exam. I'm surprised he didn't do like a, he tried to go viral. Like all he's trying to do is go viral. And that's what, yes. that's what I hate. It's such a bad look. He, Beto is taking the strategy of uh, content alley at Grand X in like 2000, well, maybe 14, 15, where all you're doing is slapping that go viral sign. You're just trying to go by the entire time. And you're just trying to get those, those chart beep numbers up there. But Man. like, what is he doing? No one's, no one's doing what he's doing right now. I don't like the fact that, like, I mean, we've already talked about in, on a previous podcast in, in the, the world. Are y'all following Beto on social media? No. Well, then how are, no. you, coming, how are you coming across because Twitter? Because his people, anything his, he does. Yeah. Okay. His, Who's still following that guy? His long shot, people that want him to run for president. Dude, he's got That's a great fair. shot. That's fair. At getting the nomination. He is such a butthead. Yeah. People are going to be mad about this. When he skateboarded out Kyle's, on the stage. Kyle Banduho is going to be very personally attacked. I don't care. This. He when, loves Beto. I don't dislike the guy, but I, I hate his publicity stunts. You don't like him or Ted? No, I don't like either of them. I think they're both really annoying. And I think the race between them made them both eat more annoying because they started jockeying for the like the good old boy Texan vote. No, well, Beto... Shiner Bach. Where I, was that... Did Ted Cruz just join us? No, I can't do a Ted Cruz. Well, I, what, I have nothing but good things to say about my opponent. 
queso. All right, I'm sorry. People who are new here are just going to wonder why people just turn into that impression. But uh, no, I think with Ted, he has a likability problem. They're telling him, dude, try the beard, try anything. Literally, you can't be more unlikable. He talked about queso like two years ago, and it was the weirdest thing ever. Is that still your be- like your most uh, visible tweet ever? Yeah, and I feel bad about it because I, I, I did the thing where I, I took the, the person's video oh, and I just tweeted it. It still gives them credit, but I feel like I should have in parentheses been like via at so and so. No, no, no. I didn't know. I wasn't that good at content. Twitter credits them. You're not like Darren Ravel who just steals photos from people and then is like, I don't know who took it. He gets credit when he's. He does now. He used to not. Yeah, he used to not like at all. He blocked me and I want to give a special shout out to him for unblocking me. So. Wait, he unblocked you too? Yep. That's weird. Yeah, I I asked for the, uh, the people to. Uh, berate him until he unblocked me and he finally did so ted cruz's beard i'm looking at a profile shot i'm going to show this to the to the fellows here in the studio he suffers from something that our friend at uh in la sean mcveigh coach of the rams 32 year old coach of the rams he is an over manicure he's guy. trimming up okay so i think i'm an expert in this because you do it right one i grow a very good beard two uh i'm i'm a husky boy have a few extra pounds on me i think you're in great shape um and so what ted is doing is a classic mistake of uh guys that have a, a little extra chin going on and he is trimming up way too far to where it becomes evident and it just looks like he has like what's it called? like a gullet is that what it's called like a sure whatever i don't really know. like a, a chicken works. he's got like a chicken thing a goblet chicken yeah, neck yeah yeah, yeah. and no uh chicken neck looking ass. he's got to he's got to let it go further down or just let the natural beard line just go a general rule for those of you who are – this isn't me speaking as a beard guy because I really don't consider myself a beard guy yet. Just as, so, as someone You're a beard who – I see pictures of you now and I'm like, oh, what is that like? It's going to be weird when you don't have that beard. What's that smooth-ass looking dude doing right now? Well, okay. Well, thank you. It's so, uh, as someone who observes people, like guys who – if guys who over-manicure or like over-trim, if you have perfect lines mm-hmm. – you're doing way, way, way too much. You I mean, look like an idiot. Can you guys just be real with me? Because yeah. I got a beard trim like the other no, no, day. No, you're fine. You think I'm good? Uh, Dustin Johnson is what I'm talking about. DJ's a, a serial offender. Let me pull up uh, Dallas Keuchel. I don't know if he still has that gnarly beard, the pitcher for the formerly of the Astros. I don't know who he's. he's yeah. Um, he, yeah, that's bad, Dave. From, a, from afar, like, oh, that guy's got a great beard. It's big. It's, it's bushy. It's thick. You get up close, and it's like, though it is long and full, it's like it has lines to it. It's like, what are you doing? Sean McVay. Sean McVay, who I mentioned earlier, he's he's hot. He's biggest name in the NFL. Youngest head coach ever, right? Youngest, got to be one of them. Good looking dude. Got the world by the balls. Beard game is just is so poor. It's a full beard, but he cuts it off so high up on the do neck. Do you think it's L.A. in him? It's got to be. Like, do you think it's just gotten? He to looks him? like he would be a um, an extra on Entourage. Like he would yeah. work in Ari's office. Do you think he's just waking up and doing yoga and drinking like green drinks and stuff? Yeah, I do. It's hard to say. So I, the other day, so there, the news came out that the uh, the producer, writer, whatever of Sopranos came out and said what actually happened to Tony at the end of the series. David Chase. Yes, really? he said ex- yes, and I hate the move on his part. It's such a shitty move. Uh, but what it did do was remind me of how terrible AJ's beard was in the finale one of the worst tv beards in history it just had the pencil thin line 
on his uh, chin. Wait, so what happened to Tony? That's all I care about. Hashtag spoiler alert. It's they've they've had plenty of time. Is it even a spoiler? Uh, he said that he said that Tony died. Really? Yes, and I hate this move because one, some people said that it, they were that they could have possibly left it open for like a movie had Tony not died. But now that Tony's dead, it's really easy for them to say, oh, yeah, he died. That being said, I think Tony died the entire time. There's never, there was never one part of me that said that Tony did not die. Wait, who, who's the person Wait, who said this? I think he said that, no, here's what the headline says. David Chase always planned to end The Sopranos with Tony's death, then changed his mind. That's what the story says. How old is that story? January 14th, 2019. Oh, really? Bro, this, you, bro you got clickbaited. No, 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 no. I don't think I did. I think we need to dive deeper into this. Okay. Okay. Let's just. I think continue. we need to dive deeper into this. Uh, yeah, we we do. Because if it didn't happen in the show, if it wasn't part of what I saw with my eyes when the show ended, then it didn't happen. Even though, like, you may have intended it, you to perceive it that way, it didn't happen that way. It's up to you. He died, though. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Because I don't it didn't think happen so. In the because show. no, no one's going to do a hit like that when he's sit, eating dinner with his family. You can't say what happened when it didn't happen. You don't get hit, dude. That's off limits. There are. See, I'm going to botch this because I haven't watched it in four years. But there are clues leading up to it that lead me to believe that he was shot in the head unknowingly and just died. Because uh, what's the what's his brother-in-law's name? The big boy. Oh, uh, Sis, weirdly, Cisco's uh, yeah. got some big family t-shirt, Big t-shirts, Matt. Big t-shirt, Matt's like relative somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Bobby. He has a when they're floating out on a boat together, uh, when they're out on some at some cabin. I forget the situation. As I said, it's been a while. They have a conversation, and rewatching that conversation and then applying it to the end of the show, it's it's clear as day to me that Tony died. Tony was shot, but it didn't actually happen. So it's, it's it did up, happen it's, though. It's That's up, why I faded to black. We, to we all died with Tony. It's up to the viewer what happens. If it didn't happen it's in the a, show, yeah. then it didn't happen. And I choose to believe he lived. We're getting away from the lead we here. We are. I'm, I'm Tony's sorry. son had an all-time bad, bad trash facial beard. hair. One of the biggest trash beards of 2019. It was like he was watching like Major League Baseball at the time and just looked at all the closers and was like, I want to look like that. I think that was intentional, though, because he was kind of a shitbox. I will give him credit, though. He's aged very well. What's he doing? He still days? looks young. Is he still I on? saw photos from a 20th anniversary party for The Sopranos. Isn't he in Stranger Things? He looked good. He's not in Stranger Things. He looked good. Um, what's her face look good? His Meadow? daughter. Yeah, Meadow looked. She looked like young, great. Uh, everyone actually looked very good. I was very surprised. You'd think that they could just coast on that money and look like shit. Rest in peace, Tony. James Gandolfini, one of the all-time greats. What else we got? Our friends over at Me Undies. They might what? want a little wow. shout out. Wow. Yeah, this is big. Me undies is back. Officially. Do you ever just sit like sit down on your couch and just be like, man, I'm wearing trash underwear right now? Yeah. I used to I used to think that all the time. I don't do that anymore. Then I upped my game. I got this micromodal fabric that's just covering my whatever. Your lower parts. Everything. Dude, I've always said there are a few things you that a guy has to invest in, you know, apparel or like accessory wise. And once you go from cheap, crappy underwear to like me undies, are a people, high quality pair. It's a whole new. You'll world. know why you are supposed to spend a little extra on, on underwear. Are people still wearing like cotton boxers underneath their pants? Sadly, some people are still doing that, but they don't know. 
They don't know. I, I actually, wear. I have a few, and, and and they're not in the rotation, but they're in the drawer. I don't know why I don't just. Trash I wear them. a pair to bed every night, and the thought of putting pants on over those at this point just sounds awful. No, it, I, I won't the, be The thing is, that. they're not even micromodal fabric. No, what is it? Cotton. See, if that's all you're used to, you don't know any better. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, this is fine because this is what I've been doing for a while. But if someone gives you a taste of, you know, that that prime rib, like, oh shit, this is what it's really like out there. Yeah, or that chicken fried steak, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you've been eating Subway all your life and then someone's like, dude, have you not tried Arby's? Dude, <laughs> like, dude, do you want to go to uh, Jersey Mike's? Like, what? Uh, if yeah. you want 15% off your first order, go to meundies.com slash circling back. It's automatically applied to your cart. Man, it feels good to have these guys. It's back. automatically applied to your cart. You don't even have to press the fucking button. Yeah. Think there, about that. Wait, is there a promo code or anything? Or? It automatically applies it to your cart. Are you your cart? Backslash circling back. Yep. That's crazy. I feel like only old dudes say backslash. What do you say? Yeah. Slash, slash yeah. You don't have to identify the slash. Like it's, it's like when someone backward. asks you the web address or something, you're like, it's HTTP colon. No one says HTTP. People you say WWW. Oh, I, I often do. I like saying that. Whatever, man. That's man, they even gave us our own URL. Yeah, I'm very excited about. that. I love a good vanity. They're just URL. so comfortable. That's why I like them. That's really the only reason they're just. Guess so what? Comfortable. You guys aren't going to fucking believe this. I'm wearing them right now. I Bullshit. actually am too. Yeah. Pull them out, dog. Let's see. I'm wearing the Christmas print. Come look. Pull them out, bitch. They're out. I'm actually wearing the Christmas print. I got a bunch of gingerbread men all over me. I usually don't like to mix seasons. Dude, that's the thing. They have wild ass prints like that. Yeah. And they have just like if you just it's like black or blue. Or... This is my wildest print. Uh, most of mine are dark, dark colors. It doesn't get more wild than gingerbread. No. That's wild as hell. No, these are loco. I want you to pull yours out too. No, you okay. can't, can't do that. Uh, Dave, you... Support me undies, folks. You did something last night. You went out on a limb and you posted something to a social network that you've never posted to before. It's not seen a Weibo. Forgive me. I'm going to adjust myself because I need you explain to what it really is? be comfortable for this segment. Okay. So the Nextdoor app. We actually, on a previous podcast, used to talk about Nextdoor. Mm-hmm. And since I moved into this new neighborhood about four or five months ago, I hopped on next door. I want to know what's going on. Pretty much it's just people looking for lost pets. People uh, when New Year's Eve rolled around bitching about fireworks. But one thing I noticed people doing, and I thought it was kind of cool, if there's an insect or an animal that they spot and they don't know what it is, they'll post and say, hey, what is this? And usually people respond. Who made right. this? Like, oh, that's... And, and it, they don't just respond. They go into great detail. Like, people are clearly have too much time on their hands. They, like, go and they get, like, the, the scientific names and stuff. And they'll tell you if it's poisonous or whatever. Well, if you follow me on Twitter, at Ruff on Twitter, and Snap, for that matter, you'll know that when I first moved in, I had a, um, a bit of a spider issue. A, um, a rather large feller had spun a web right outside of our back door. I tweeted about it. Yeah, I think we talked about it on a, we on, did. On a we podcast did. of old. We touched on it. Yeah. And to this day, I don't know what it was. All I know is I had to end his life. Actually, her life. She was with child. Many children, actually. Yeah, you ha- How'd you know that? Because when I took care of her, they ran everywhere. Oh, yeah. I That's, remember that. And it was on site. fucking terrifying. Was it on site? No, it wasn't because I didn't know what to do. Like when I walked out there, the thing, I didn't want to, I wanted to know my enemy before I, I attacked it. And eventually I realized that wasn't going to happen. But here's what happened. Last night, 
I posted a the photo that I took of this spider. Rather terrifying. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I've never posted a next door. I'm just going to go and I'm going to sh- throw up a shot. So I wrote a, a post on there called Spider Check. It's just a photo. It's a rather terrifying photo of the spider. It's not, it's not cool. And um, expected to get some action. I said, hey, can anybody tell me what this is? It's a few months old, but I still to this day don't know what kind of spider this was. Now, you have a similar recurring bit on social media that's called Dog Check, which is a picture of Randy. Correct. And people respond with pictures of their own. Were you expecting people to be like, oh, yeah, Spider Check, and they go around their house, take no, a no, picture no. of their spiders, like, yo, I got a spider too. Not at all. Okay. No, I, I put... Because two, me knowing you, that's what, that's what no, I was no, thinking. No, no, no. I just put Spider Check. I guess I could have put, what is this? Yeah. But people put, like, does anyone... I don't know. People will say uh, spider identification or something. So yeah. I just said spider check. And I said, if anybody knows what this is, I'd love to know. Still don't know. And um, it's now 9.45 a.m. Central Standard Time, and I have zero acknowledgement from my neighbors on that post. Maybe they're like, oh. No this, interaction. Maybe like, oh, it, this is D-Man. He's just doing a bit. It's not a bit. I follow that boy on social media. Is it, uh, so this is a question I have for you regarding this. Is it weird for you... Yeah. To post on something and get no interaction. It is absolutely weird. It's a huge blow to my ego. I don't. I can't walk Randy outside anymore because I feel like people are going to be mocking me. Yeah, they're like, oh my God, that's that There's dumb the guy. that no one responded to. I literally had a wide open layup and I, did, I, I somehow just, I completely missed the backboard. I got nothing. Crickets. I feel like the people that are posting next door are the same people that are posting to Facebook and that's a different type of content gene than what we're used to having. I screenshotted this and sent it to y'all on a group text and I was just like dude I, I'm shook like nothing not even like one whatever a thanks is thanks what they call I have the no like clue. I don't know no I, one I don't log on to next door unless I get a notification on my phone which is probably once a day and I just see like what's going on mostly it's people bitching about coyotes in the area or getting towed at like a Walgreens like I, it's just like really stupid stuff I saw someone get shamed for feeding a fox wow which I I get you probably shouldn't feed foxes. Like if you're just in a neighborhood. I don't know. You don't want to bring them. Not while you're in the cut. You don't want to bring them around. You don't want foxes sliding through the cut. That's dangerous for your your you know little little dogs and if cats. You had a kitten, running around. If you had a cat, it'll sure. take out a cat. What about like dog. a what about like a forty five pound dog? A fox will not approach a forty five pound dog. I yeah. feel like Rosie could hold hold it around. I feel like a fox, like a full grown fox, has gotta be under twenty pounds. Foxes are underrated. Foxes are tight, man. I like them. But yeah, they they uh, are predators. What's the most underrated animal that you could find living in a normal neighborhood in Austin? In a normal neighborhood? Like just just living where I live. You know, y'all y'all live a little bit more towards downtown. But living where I live, what's well, an underrated? For me it's armadillo. Why do you like armadillos, dog? Because it's being from Michigan, it was something I'd never seen before. And like I didn't when I think of armadillos, I think of them being in like a a vast landscape. That are and just running across a road like, like West in, Texas, like in Tin Cup or something. Yeah. And so when I first saw one in a neighborhood, I was like, "Holy shit!" Correct me if I'm wrong. They're completely blind. Is that correct? Uh, I like or almost completely legally. Blind. I'm legally blind. <laughs> <laughs> no, they can't see shit though. I'm pretty sure. They just like smell and sense their way around and run into shit. I think you're right. I think that's accurate. It, it's impossible um, to know. I don't know if I would call them. I'm really underrated. They don't really generally do cool shit. You don't see foxes too much. Well, it's kind of like I went to Disney World one time and a bunch of people were waiting in line to go in somewhere and they were all like freaking out because they saw a squirrel for the first time. What? I was Wait, like, who is this? This was at Disney World. They'd and never seen a squirrel? These people had not seen squirrels. And I was like, how have you never seen a squirrel? 
in the flesh before. That is what? And coming like I mean, being as I said, being from Michigan, like squirrels are everywhere. I feel like Dave has an answer on the blindness issue. While they are not blind, they do have very poor eyesight. Okay, yeah, almost blind is what I, I legally blind. blind. Maybe legally. I would say I'm they're probably blind. legally blind. Um, What's your pe- animal? Pe- people also ask: Are armadillos bulletproof? I don't think they are. No, no. We're getting some ringtail cats out at the ranch. You know what a ringtail cat is? No. It's, it's a, a circus animal. Ring. It's like a bigger. It's a cat, but it has rings. It's like on a its bigger tail. wild cat with a with a long ass tail that has rings on it. Yeah. And they eat you know mice and shit, small critters. But they're pretty cool looking. Pretty Do you cool promote animals. them being out there? Because them eating critters sounds great. Um, I'm anti critter. Yeah, I don't fuck. We have there's a cat. We have a cat out there too. My family has a cat, and I think that we want to keep the ringtail cat away from the house cat because it might get got. So we're trying to. What if they just initiate your house cat, and all of a sudden your house cat's just like a bad boy? Just jump him into the ringtail family. Yeah. I don't think it works that way. Start smoking cigs. <laughs> Carries like, a switchblade. Switch what's, like, oh. what's the other cat's name? What's your cat's name? I, I will not say. <laughs> I will not say. Why? What is it? <laughs> it's so embarrassing. What is it? Oh, yes. I, I would get shamed off the internet. You I can't. To, I you, guys, you didn't name it. I did know. you name it? No, I didn't. Did my, the homie name my it? My stepbrother named the cat when he was a kid. What's it called? Sugar Tits. I can't. It's so bad that I would get shamed to death, probably. Well, we got. I want to know, dude. You got to do this. I, I, it's Just so, do it. It's so bad. I'm not even telling you guys off air. Come That's on, dude. I'm gonna start hitting up your family members. <laughs> yeah. No, you won't. I'm gonna ask parts. Your family members saying, are about to get like DMs, being like, "Hey, what's your cat's it's, name?" It's seriously, it's so embarrassing Just, that I can't. Is there any ladies who might know? No, I don't tell anybody. Have I met this cat? Because I've been to the ranch. Okay. You've seen the cat, yeah. Dude, we'll find out. Stay tuned. She keeps a low pro. She's hey, old. Let's just tease our Patreon uh, episode. We'll, we'll announce the cat yeah. name Friday. Our thousand dollar <laughs> tier on Patreon. You can find out Dylan's cat's name. Well, you also have to sign a non-disclosure. You have to keep it to yourself. You yeah, can't tell a soul. Yeah. Oh God. Well, dude, I, for me, you know what it is? It's just the hawk. We've got we've uh, yeah. hawks. So both are birds. We have we live across some a little wooded park. We have hawks and owls. I feel like the owl is an Ooh. underrated bird. You know, dude, an owl might be my favorite bird. They are so tight. They're so tight. They're, they are murderers. Their head is basically just turns on a swivel all the way around. 360 degrees. They're nocturnal. Do you see a lot of, you don't see a lot of uh, bald eagles down here. Nah, you don't see any bald eagles down uh, here. Actually, uh, there used to be, if you were driving to Lano, and you might remember this, there's, there's one of those ranch roads into town. Uh, you'll see people pulled over because someone, there's a tree and there was one that had a nest, and like people would stop and photograph it and really? stuff. You could see, yeah. So they do exist. Very rare, though. They do exist here, but I've never seen Eagles? one. I, yeah, like a bald eagle. Yeah, it turns out they they do exist here, but the, it's not something you're likely to see in Austin, Texas. They're hard to see. It yeah, they hard. If I saw one in, in the flesh, I would cry. No, you wouldn't. You so have would. you never seen one in the flesh at a zoo? But if I saw, one, okay, how about in the wild? Like if I was walking Randy and we Michigan, just looked dog. up, let's run up. That's a tight bird. On man. our golf trip to Michigan, you'll see you'll see a bald eagle. I'll make sure of it. There's nothing better than when you're playing golf and you just look and you see a hawk yeah. gliding like six feet above the ground. You know it's, it's about to take something absolutely out. Absolutely, we get we get we get hawks out. It's of majestic the, out of the as ranch. hell. Yeah, hawks are cool, man. Eagles though, that's next level. Yeah, they go hard. What about the condor? It's a rather large bird. I, I think it might be one of the best. I don't know if I would even know, like, oh, I've that's a condor. Very big. Picture, like, just a big fucking hawk. Don't they hang out on the West Coast, though? 
Yeah, they're real chill, like longboarding and shit. No, I mean they live like in California. They yeah, have, yeah, they have like those. They have those skateboards that you just lean forward on, and they and you start going. They wear a lot of Volcom. Yeah, <laughs> Quicksilver. Those <laughs> are fucking ridiculous. They're just drinking smoothies at a rapid clip, taking those green shots. There are coyotes in this neighborhood that we're in right now. We heard them the other night. Remember? Oh yeah. They're around. They'll get you. No, they won't get you. They'll get your pets, though. You know, there was an issue in Frisco, Texas, of uh, coyotes attacking people. people. Joggers. Yeah, recently. They got they captured the thing, but it was, it was going after people, like chewing their legs and stuff. I'm they not afraid don't. of a coyote. I'm not either. But I still would, small. But I, I am afraid of I don't want to come having to me. get like a rabies shot or something. Yeah, that's not fun. Or if I had Randy. Like Randy would, Randy's big boy. Yeah. I have a dog named Randy if you're new. Yeah, but he's, Randy's soft. He's not, he's not a fighter. Dude, no. I mean, no one's tested him yet. That's the thing. No one's run up? No one's run up. <laughs> Except well, for that one dog. Can you imagine how big a bird would have to be in order to like swoop down and take Randy? Just fly off, off with off. a 70-pound dog? It would dog? have to be like a 747. Yeah. <laughs> That's a plane. Yeah. It's a jet. Yeah. Pterodactyl. So maybe. a jet that just steals my dog. Can we pivot real I would quick? Be fucked. I would be pissed if a jet took Randy. It would be a story, though. Like a passenger what jet. Randy? Uh, yeah, a jet took him. 737 came down and got him. Damn. Yeah. We said free Wi-Fi. Probably not. Don't. This isn't a steam room. We can't talk about playing Wi-Fi right now. Yeah, the I don't steam, have, The steam's off. I didn't read my flip-flops today. Can we do something that right I've now. been waiting to do for like two months? I don't know what this is. Let's talk about what we've been watching lately. Okay. I've been, oh. I've been craving oh. having some conversation about this. I've been watching hella TV lately. Sober January, dry January has caused me to do nothing but watch t- television. Dave's taken off his fleece for this one because he knows that we're going to get into it. Uh, for me, the biggest show that I've gone through over the last uh, couple weeks has been on Netflix, Bodyguard. Okay, let's go. This was recommended to me. Uh, I haven't gotten into it yet. I don't know why. It's got the guy from Game of Thrones, right? Uh, Rob Stark, maybe? Yes. Okay. I'm thinking I, That's another show that I'm thinking about picking up, Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah. You should talk about that. Yeah. Will, you've recommended two shows to me. Is Bodyguard good? Let's start there. I'm five episodes deep, no spoilers. I I can't recommend this to you enough. It's only six episodes. Holy shit. Which is super tight. The hour long? They're about an hour long. It's there's many levels to it. They don't try to do too much. It's it's the perfect show for me. I will watch it. You think that you know what's gonna happen, and then you're like, oh shit. They just really did that. You recommended this to me, and it reminds me of another show you recommended to me. Funny enough, you recommended that show without actually watching the show. I ended up watching it anyway and loving it. It's called Occupied. Mm -hmm. It might still be available on Netflix, but it's a geopolitical thriller. The person who recommended this to me is actually the same person as Early Bird CBD. Really? Go check them out. You got to support them. Yeah. This show's great. Uh, the acting and it's phenomenal. He, the lead, the guy from Game of Thrones, I guess, he won a Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Drama Series. No shit. Yep. That's when I Richard knew, Madden. I had re- I had recommended it to Dave a couple weeks ago, and he was like, "I've heard it's meh." And then that guy won the award, and I was like, "All right, Dave's got to go. He's got to see this." It it goes hard, dude. It's it's cool, man. It's intense. So okay. do you want to? Do you know what it's about? Uh, I think someone's a bodyguard in the, in the show. That's, that's a all, great guess. That's all that yeah. I know. You're clo- you're, yeah. yeah. Rob, Rob Stark's a bodyguard. He's a bodyguard for a uh, English politician. Okay. 
who is, um, she doesn't share the same views as him. He is a, he's a war veteran and he's also on the police force and she's a little bit more of a hawk, you know, pro, you know, pro war in Iraq, stuff like that. And, um, you know, he kind of has a moral dilemma and at the same time, there's some, uh, there's terrorism in England at this at this time and high um, alert. It's I'm just gonna leave it there. It's so intense. It's so intense. It's awesome. All right, I'm in. Another show I've been watching that's that was an, or that I watched that was intense. Narcos Mexico. So good. My favorite. My favorite Narcos. Such a good far. show. N- not even close. Best Narcos. I I know there's a lot of Pablo stands out there. I get it. You want to love the the thing about Pablo, but this blows it out of the water as far as story. And everything, Kiki, Kiki. Are you serious? Kiki, he murdered that role. He he crushed it. Yeah, but the first scene that Kiki's in, I was like, this dude's bad. In a good way. Yeah, the guy who played, I forgot his name. The the main weed grower guy. Uh, yeah. What's his name? I on don't the know. Show? I forget. Uh, his character was great though. The Sinalina. His character is really really good. Rafa. Rafa, thank you. Rafa. Rafa's yeah. a great name. That was a great character. Rafa is scorched earth. All of them are. They're all tight. Yeah. That was that show was incredible. El Chapo is in the show, but he's not like the El Chapo yet. It's kind of like the beginning it's of incredible. El Chapo. What, I love what they did with El Chapo. I do too. They didn't force it. The fact that it's so un- an understated storyline, they don't actually get into it. How psyched kinda, are you? With, but if you're aware of who he is, you're like, oh, this is how he got his start in the game. That, that, that actor has to just be sitting there like, oh, everything the light touches is my kingdom soon. You gotta think they're gonna do Narcos. What, what's the Chapo? I don't know what it'd be called. Cannot confirm this, but I feel like they're doing one more Narcos yes. with this storyline. Agree. And then it's gonna be more. Fo- and and I'm not saying that there's no El Chapo in that, but then it's gonna be more focused on then El I Chapo, think more modern El Chapo. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, El Chapo and his cartels—they were moving cocaine, right? They were pushing serious weight, not uh, not co- weed. Cocaina. Cocaina. They were moving it all. Yeah. Okay. They don't. I don't think they discriminate. I, They're I'll, the original brick squad. Since, I'm, since I'm a narcos guy, I've watched all of it. It's more dangerous to move coke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I also will, will clarify that if you are watching uh, narcos, it's kind of similar to The Crown in that you are very. You it makes you want to Google the actual things that oh, happen. Oh, dude! Be and it's hashtag careful. spoiler alert. I want to be, see what this guy really looked like. You know, and I, you do it. Hey, like, oh, you have shit, to be careful. The guy. Be that's careful. The guy. If you don't want spoilers, do not Google. Don't Google it. Anything. But when this is all over, go down the wormhole. Because there there are some twists yeah. and turns that are not necessarily in the show that will leave you doing the uh, huh emoji. The uh, the Wikipedia pages are lit. Hey, remember that time we, we moved weight from California? Dude, chill. Right, well, no one's talking about that. I like to say move weight. Yeah. Here's a show. It. Watch as Narcos wants. Yeah. Can I offer up another show? Yeah. I have not watched it yet. I actually fell asleep because I was super tired when I started it. True Detective. Uh, I will not. The first season, I, I it lost me about four episodes in. The it first was, season? The first it season? was moving too slow. I couldn't do it. All right, sit it. this one out. I Dave, let's it. talk about True Detective Hold on, can quick. you flip his mic off? Yeah. Uh, I, I watched the first two episodes How Tuesday night. Have you are you in on them? Have you watched them? Uh, so I I started them way too late on Sunday night and I right. fell asleep. You just said that. Yeah. Sorry. So I I have not gone in. I'm planning on it though. Um, I'm a big fan of excellent. Whatever his name is, I don't know his name either, but he's awesome. It's like yeah. he's going he is going to win an Emmy. You think so? I'm putting my he is my 
my hot Emmy guy for 2019. That's too early. Never too he early. He hasn't shown enough yet. Two episodes in, he's great. Okay. I've and heard the I've heard the final scene uh, of episode two is electric. They should win something for makeup and design. Yes. That was the first thing I noticed. When he's, you know, it's three different parts of his life, you know, when he's 20s, probably 40s, and then when he's an old man. And he, they make him legit look like an elderly dude. Yeah. He's good. It's great. He's awesome. I plan on going in on it. Uh, I think we should just tread lightly, you know, as the series goes on talking about on this podcast, because it's, I think it's going to be somewhat of a phenomenon in terms of television over the next couple months. As John Dudas said, though, to me in a text and then later in a tweet, I just don't see how it's going to be any good without Vince Vaughn. It's true. If you take Vince Vaughn out of something, it automatically gets worse. <gasps> we should do a rewatch of, of True Detective Season 2. You know what? I'm Is good. Is that bad? I'm good. Yes. Okay. Dave finished it. I did not. I finished. I quit. It takes a lot for me to quit a TV show. I quit that. I would compare Vince Vaughn's acting into that and in, in the writing that went behind it. He's very similar to Al Pacino in Godfather 3. Where you're just like, dude, what is this character? What's Why are you doing this? What is this? Oh, I have a I have a Godfather take. I watched the whole series during the my layoff situation. Was that your first time watching it? I had watched Godfather 1 in pieces before that, but this is my first time watching that one and the other two all the way through. Um, even the first one, it was just it was just good. It didn't do a whole lot for me. Uh, the second one was bad. The third one was was almost unwatched. The second one was bad. Second widely one, regarded to be the best one. The wow. second one was worse than the first one. The third one's the third bad. The third one was like straight up like, I can't watch this. third it's one's so very bad. bad. Uh, one and two are masterpieces of cinema. I, I don't think there's any getting around that. Like, there's no argument against it. Um, so I guess going, going forward, let's just flip. Do you want my takes? Sure. I've only seen the first hour of the first one. That's not a take. That's exactly just a statement a of fact. And I was like, eh. I'll I'll continue it sometime, just, but I'm I, good. I just kept wanting more story, more more to happen. Oh, and just let me watch American Gangster in peace. Spoiler alert: Marlon Brando's character, like the original Godfather, is barely even in the fucking series. He's like he's wow. like in the first third of the like first we're just, movie. We're just spoiling really. He's old, in the first uh, third of the first. He's, he's not the in first the first one. third. Yes, he is. And his then he's de- done. No, spoiler alert: his his death scene doesn't come till. Rather late in the movie. That's not true. Yes, it is true. But he's he's you barely go, in the he's barely in the movie. Dude, the most important part of the movie is the funeral scene, his funeral, and then that's when all the hits happen after that. He's in the movie at least yeah, four fifths of the way. I get it. Al Pacino takes over the family. I get it. But if you've never seen, the I'm movie, attacked right now. If you've never now. seen the movie, you are under the impression because Marlon Brando is the Godfather that his character is featured throughout the whole thing, and that's just not. Well, true. that's just that's well, yeah. I think you had some high. Expect- I think you had some expectations that you, you know. Because you people say it's like one of the best movies of all time, and it's simply untrue. Uh, people, yeah, I mean, I wanted to love it, wanted to because I love, I love. Well, wait, movies. if you couldn't even make it through True Detective season one because it moved too slow, I get why you didn't like Godfather. It's true. You're more of a Michael Bay movie guy. You, you're like Armageddon. You need yeah, you're explosions. Like Marvel, you're in the Marvel. Universe. You need Fast and Furious. I think it was the second. Don't don't poo poo Fast and Furious. I think I it was. The, it. I think it was the second Godfather that it was so long that it had an intermission, like it said. Like the screen popped up, intermission. Oh yeah, love like, that. No one's no one's doing intermissions anymore. That's a texting break. No I one's love doing it. that. I love the intermission. That's a plus. Texting you have break. a pause. You know button. what? Let's why don't we do an intermission? Let's let's like make that a bit here. Okay. Right now. Yeah. We got, we got more stuff. No, to I don't talk have about. to pee. I'm good. Can I offer a unsolicited recommendation? Yes. On Netflix, uh, it's season two. 
I just finished it last night. It's called Friends from College. Never heard of it. Not the best show I've ever seen. That being said, season two was an upgrade from season one. It's funny. It's got uh, Peel from Key and Peel. Oh, my wife's watching parts of this. It's it's a very entertaining half hour comedy. It's it's well done. It's kind of it's kind of messed up. They uh, not to get too much into it, but it all kind of revolves around infidelity and an mm. infidelity that occurred in season one. Uh, then things just fall as they may. But very good. And I don't know anyone else that watches it besides Sally and I. And I have never been able to discuss it with anybody. So if anybody out there has been watching it and well, wants to echo my sentiments, feel free to do so. We'll go to dinner at some point. Alyssa's watching it. Okay, cool. All right, to wrap this segment up, I've been watching a show. Actually, I just finished it. It's the first season. I don't know if they're in a season two or not. It's called You. Uh-huh. You guys heard of this one yet? Yeah, Soldier yes. Boy. Have y'all watched it? You! No, this is different. This is actually a, a show. Uh, another show my wife watches while I stream Mavs games on Reddit. Soldier Boy? No, you. <laughs> she just listen to Soldier Boy? Uh, so you said you haven't seen it, Will? Uh, no, it seems a little intense, so I'm kind of waiting. It's intense. I would call it a good show. It's not a great show, but it's good. It's interesting. And the, the character, the main guy, is just so fucked up and twisted. Penn Badgley. And you're like, dude. Really? Is Teller in this as well? <laughs> Gossip Girl himself. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That's what I heard. Gossip he's a hot Girl. dude. Is, is he? Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Dude, no, I don't think he's good looking. He's hot. I'm the first to admit when a guy's handsome, he's just not that good looking. He's a hot dude. Remind me. I've got to, let me circle back on that take, your, your hot guy take, in a minute. Okay. Finish talking about you. Um, pretty good. I'd recommend it. It's it's definitely entertaining. You. All right. Uh, yeah. It, it, there, it has some wild twists okay. and turns in it. And it's pretty cool. It's on my radar. It's it's in my yeah. queue. It's in my queue. You've got nothing else. Go for it. So speaking of hot guys, I got a question. Is this dude hot? Dude who played Freddie Mercury, Mister Robot. Is it Rami Malek? Yeah, he's that bug-eyed dude. Yeah, he's hot. If you I like had a friend that look like insects, I'll, I'm not gonna put anybody's. Or their wife on blast on this podcast. That's not what I'm here to do. He's hot in the insect community. But. (laughs) No, he's not hot. The guy's not hot. But a friend's wife recently said how hot he was. And I was, I was very, I was shocked. No. I'm not saying I'm, I'm Denzel over here. I'm not saying that at all. Don't get it twisted. pretty hot, Dave. What's his name? Malik? I look great in that photo you posted yesterday. Thank you for posting that. Um, But Rami Malik. I just don't. I don't see it. Him being a heartthrob. That's because he's not. Okay. He's got a. He's weird looking. He's in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, he plays Freddie Mercury. By the way, count me into those people. Count me as one of those people who, when they were younger, they thought it was Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I was one of those guys. What does the word Rhapsody even mean? I really. I don't know. I think it's just like a dope ass freestyle. Really? I don't. I don't think that's it. I think you it know, might be like a play. You know, some people call Let's that look it up. some people call that the the best song ever written. That's that. See, I, mm, I'm not one of those people, people that do Bohemian Rhapsody for their uh, their karaoke choice are the biggest tryhards in the world. Rhapsody is an effusively effusively enthusiastic or ecstatic expression of feeling. That's a troublesome definition. In ancient Greece, it was an epic poem or part of it of a suitable length. Dylan, you know something about that for. Uh yeah. yeah okay that's good yeah, that's what it is I am not I have not seen Bohemian Rhapsody I've heard nothing but good things he won I think he won the Golden Globe for that as well yeah I was a little surprised by that I just honestly I'm not a Queen guy I just the band I've never liked the band so sitting through an entire movie I'm also not a musical guy if there's if there's performances in movies I don't love them which is why I haven't seen A Star Is Born yet oh dude don't spoil it because it's only been made four times 
Damn. I'm throwing shade at that dude who oh. got mad at me. Are you steaming? No, I'm not steaming. Okay. It was, it was all good. Any other recommendations? Well, the first like major scene in A Star is Born, it's, I know. It's a, they're performing, and he brings her on stage. It's one of the best scenes ever. No offense, I just don't care. It's it's so good. I just don't care. Like That's I'll catch fine. it when it's on HBO. That's go. fine. That's fine. Uh, without without great. any explanation, I will offer up uh, another one last series before we we pivot. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's about soccer. It's a documentary series. Oh God, Sunderland till I die. Very <clears throat> interesting series. I will not check it out. I will not. Either way, uh, right now we are going to do something special. Uh, as you know, this podcast launched this past week on Monday. And we had another podcast from a good friend of ours launch on Monday. His name is John Duda. He's a former coworker of ours. Can I say how much I love the name of this podcast? It's 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 the perfect name. It's so good. It's called Internet Party. Internet Party. It's uh, on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on SoundCloud. It's on, it's everywhere. Uh, John and his buddy uh, Brad Bradley. I don't know what to call him. No one really. I've knows. met him once. Uh, I don't know what to call him. I met Brad him too, Bradley. right? In yeah. Chicago. I don't want to. I wish I would have known then that he was a content guy. Yeah. I want to talk content. Maybe he him. wasn't a content guy then, but he is now. He, you hang out with dude long enough, you'll become content. True. It's called Internet Party. John has sent me a clip from it. I haven't listened to it, so who knows? It may be scorched earth. It may not be. But uh, we're going to play that right now. Enjoy. Let me let me uh, let me get this into the mic here. All right. Mm, that came through nice on the levels. <sighs> Really switch it up a little bit here. We're watching uh, UCF versus LSU right now. LSU's up 34 to 24. This is uh, one of the best bowl games I've actually watched so far, even though I, I really despise the, uh, the UCF claim to the national championship throne. Really, really bothers me. I've got an itch on the back of my neck that I really need to scratch, so I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. Here we go. How'd that go? Delicious. <laughs> All right, that's the most I can do. <laughs> Jesus. All right, we, we should dedicate like five minutes for It's so good to hear John's voice again. Always. I love that guy. I miss him. I love him. I want he to bring once, him here. He once called himself the Niles to my Frasier, and it was the biggest compliment to like both of us. Wow. It just made me so happy. That's surprising that you took that as a compliment, because I could always see you wanting to be as wanting to be a Niles guy. You know, but when it comes to John, he, he's younger, he's, he's thinner. It makes all the sense in the world. John is, he's a thin boy. Yeah, he's definitely the Niles. He gets fits off too. Niles is a fit god. Does he? Uh, I forgot what what's said in the clip. Does he plug like where to find them on social? I don't know if you. It, their social, their Twitter's weird. Weird. Their Twitter it's, handle. It's it's at Internet Party, but the only vowel in it is the I, and the Y at the end. But Ys are only sometimes vowels, as you know. I was never okay with that. Internet you already party. aren't, dude. Be be one or the other. What is it? Is it hey, a hey. Come on! I'm not gonna do Seinfeld right now. Is is I mean, why the is why the wishiest washiest letter in the alphabet? 
No, I think X. X gives it to you, though. Sometimes X sounds like a Z. Yeah. Xylophone? What's up with that? Xerxes. Xerxes, sure. Xylophone worked just fine. Noted Persian. Xerxes? Wasn't that the... Watch 300 one time. That movie Was that Xerxes? Yeah. Yeah. It was a terrible movie. We get it. You have abs. Hey, speaking of terrible cinema with abs. Did y'all ever try the 300 workout? Did you guys watch The Bachelor last night? Oh, God. On Monday? I did, yeah. I did watch The Bachelor. (laughs) So we're not going to make an entire episode out of The Bachelor, but I think we would be remiss if we didn't touch a little bit on it. Well, yeah, Uh, we're pretty much best friends with the creator of the show and Colton. Exactly. So right now, what we're going to do is we're going to circle back on The Bachelor. Uh, We're not going to do it in the same way we used to. We're not going to take a rundown and go through the entire thing. This ain't your grandma's we, bachelor segment. Can we just pick out high points and yep, talk about absolutely. them? Absolutely. Can I can I throw one out right now? Go ahead. Hey, how about low points too? Yeah, sure. Well, this this is a low point, but There's what a I lot mean of is them. like highlights of the show, low lights, highlights, whatever. Okay. His one-on-one date with Hannah. Holy shit! Is she Miss Alabama? Miss Alabama. Oh, we no. haven't seen a date go this badly. Um, I'm not kidding when I say I had to cover my eyes during I, during the dinner scene. Or no, when they were sitting there drinking champagne and he was like asked her to make a toast. I couldn't look at the screen. I, I was so uncomfortable. I liberally. I went full Ted Kennedy when I mashed the 15 second forward button on my remote. Because I couldn't watch it. It was the worst date I've seen since Lauren S. with Ari. She has Ooh, nothing. Yeah. No, she stinks. I have. I feel I, bad for her. I said this in a text last night to you guys. I have nothing, all caps, nice to say about Hannah. Bama Hannah nothing. is the worst. When she, she said roll when, tide because she had nothing else to say. Yeah. Well, like, that's a... that's. I feel like that's... That's, that's a thing they do. For people in I Alabama, that's just like saying, um... I don't care. It's not for me. When, she, when they were in the hot tub... We're giving away spoilers here, folks. When they were in the hot tub okay. and she reached... She was like trying to get the something off of his eye... And it was clearly because she didn't have anything to say, so she was trying to make something to talk about up. Even that, which is a flirtatious, the, but it went on for too long, and they they right. did her wrong. They turned off the music, and it was you could just you could hear them breathing, and you could. I felt so bad for Colton. She had nothing to say. It was insane. Zero personality. He tried. He her tried. Smile too. that goes from ear to ear. That sounds sometimes that sounds like a good thing. It was too much. She just painted that. She's smile a pageant. On she's she had a pageant nothing person. else to. It was bad. But, it but was, you think you, the thing that boggles my mind is that if you're a pageant person it seems like you'd be able to come up with stuff on the spot to talk about because you literally have to do that in order to win pageants like such as like such as the iraq as if and she has that that low-key beef brewing with uh miss like north carolina well, or she something. ain't gonna win that nah nah she ain't gonna win that beef she has nothing to offer speaking uh, can we talk about someone who has everything to offer is, my, is this the aussie my girl demi Wow. Can we talk about um, Brie? Is her name after this? Yes. Uh, Demi is turning out to be the person that they're definitely going to portray as the pot stirrer. She's... She's the I'm Corinne. Com- I'm comparing her to Corinne. She's not, though. She's better. She's Dude, she's a silent killer. She... I was, I'm in a group text with another couple. It's Sally and I and another couple. And he... As, as the guy said in the group text, he just said that... Uh, she just kills people with kindness straight to their face. Yeah. She's just putting people down. Who's the girl that cried because of Demi? Uh, the I brunette? Forget. Yeah, she, the brunette. She, she was not ready for the game. She's one of, the, she's done. She's one of those characters she's that done. I'm not going to bother remembering her face she, or she her name a because saw. she is done. She walked into the buzzsaw that was Demi, and it just... It, she was... Demi had Demi, a small condo, and then... 
bought a ranch inside she, of her dome. She owns every every acre inside that dome. It's and that's absolutely. why, guys, I, I just got to say it. That's why Demi is my Ushi Wylan Wylan player of the week. Wow. <laughs> What the fuck, dude? The second, the second you've never you think given that, that award out when before. Demi, when That's Demi, why. Z- when she, you think she's gonna zig, she just zags, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, she should blow up on this person right now and call him an idiot," and then she just smiles, and then just like kills it. She made that girl cry for basically doing nothing. She's also the biggest ageist I've ever heard on the show. Yeah, she yeah. loves taking shots at people that are thirty-one. Yeah, Ma- yeah. Imagine like, what do you say do? about me? Yeah, chill. She's like a, a good running back that catches pat- passes out of the backfield, mm-hmm. and you, and it's just impossible to defend. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> She's the job at best of the bachelor. Everyone's covered downfield. And she she's just, like she just slips out of the backfield. I'll help Will out can here. Do about it. She's the Theo Riddick of the bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Is she not from a noted obscure Dallas suburb, Red Oak, Texas? Where is Red Oak? It's about 20 miles south of Dallas. She went to Texas it's, State. It's did she really? Yeah. We need to get her on the pod. Yeah. That, it's the classic. Um, I'm gonna because she kind of played up the country thing. I feel like in the first episode, it's yeah. the classic suburb that was kind of country 20 years ago, but it's not anymore. Like they've got like all the nice taco. They've got a taco bueno now and all the good stuff, right? Uh, Dylan knows what I'm talking about. I don't about. know anything about taco bueno. Um, taco bueno's and tight. it's not really. There's still some people there who probably have property and it's a little bit country, but it's like eh. You still, uh, you know. You're a burb. Okay. I'm just saying. But she is my she is my player of the week. She has broken the other girl's spirit. Yeah. She's done basically nothing to her. No, like so when when she went singling her when she went to go confront that girl and talk about stuff, rather than be like, Well, you know, I want my time too, blah blah blah. She could have just been like a total bitch about it. And instead she just smiled. She's like, I think you're wonderful. Yeah. You're such a good storyteller, and I want you to tell your story. I was just like, oh, this is... That was her buying more land in her That is a body. This is a whole new level of savage that she's... If Chris Harrison would have walked out with, like, a gurney and, like, a body bag, it wouldn't have shocked me. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, Let's talk about Brie. Okay. Um, She hasn't gotten much face time, which is disappointing. I don't know how much personality she has Why is that disappointing? Because I want more of her on my TV screen. Correct me if I'm... you want to know why? Is she the Australian? Fake Australian? Yes. Yes. Oh, I've I followed one person from the season aside from Colton, and it's Brie. She's a, a model, by the way. Huh. She's, yeah, that's a good career choice jo- considering what her face looks like. She's JoJo tier, and that is the highest praise I can give you, aesthetically speaking. Yeah. She's JoJo's tier. She is so fine that I can't even do. I don't even know what to do. The way that I described her, I fell in love was with. Was just that she is something else. I I love her. I don't get it. But yeah. she is. Can I uh, something else? Can I say that she has a great name? Brie Barnes. Brie Barnes. That's a hot girl name. It's a hot girl name. Brianna, I think, is her full first name. Brie, Brie Barnes. I just found her modeling agency. Yeah, she They're all that, tasteful. She cut that follow from your boy. Waiting for the follow back. We'll see what happens. Have you DM'd yet? Uh, no, no. I'll let y'all know how it goes. Yeah, I'll be she, honest. She's definitely... She's um, scorching. Whoa. What? What are you saying? What? I'm just I'm just checking out. She's five eight too. It's a good height, man. It's a strong height. Shoe size seven and a half. Not sure why that's listed here, but wow. it is. That's good to know when you buy her like a golden slipper. A go- what? I don't know. I don't have I'll anything else. I don't have nothing else from this season right now. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Airhorn girl. That girl stinks. Yeah, you she's got to go, dude. Don't don't introduce Airhorns. She into thinks my she has like a she thinks she has like this little like niche like humorous bit. 
like kind of carved day. out for her. She's just not funny. Like it's just it's it's she looks uncomfortable. It's like she, her delivery sucks. Having said that, she hasn't bought into the bit. Having said that, she made Homegirl look even dumber though when she got the she's beating the. That was a bad. I had to fast bucket. forward through that because I, I was felt like, bad for oh, her. that is not the move. You look not even dumber look. than Airhorn Girl now. So yeah, is that the girl that threw the mic down? Worked. Is that the girl that threw the mic down? I want to say her name's Tracy. Problem is when you she do puts an air out horn, Tracy vibes for sure. When you do any kind of noisemaker in that situation, you are not only annoying the the girl you're trying to get to leave, but Colton's right there. Yeah, Colton's like, this is not it. He's gonna associate you with whatever you're doing. Just being that a noise. dumbass. Yeah, just being silly. You're being a dumbass. That's why that girl that you were just referring to is my tap the brakes player of the week. <laughs> I just tap the brakes. Do less. Just stop. Yeah, tap she got to tap. tap. She might need to mash the brake. Honestly, who else? Who else is standing out? Nobody. This 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 crop of girls is weak. Well, well, we need more Demi. We need more Brie. I feel like it's top heavy. Yeah, there's a definite. It's top. SEC right now. They their their bench is not deep. Uh, I want to see. I want Cassie to get involved more. She's she was my front runner from the jump. I I I picked her pretty early on. She's not really doing much at this she, point. I, there's a lot of people. So any conversations I've had with people, people talk about Cassie. I'm not seeing it. I don't get it. I, she doesn't do anything for me personality wise. She doesn't do anything for me. Like she doesn't stand out in front of the other girls being far and away better looking. Man, I don't get it. I really want Colton to not give Hannah that rose because she's just. Hannah G. She has nothing going you for her. You think she's got a bag of nothing? I wanted her I wanted him to throw her overboard of that ship that they were having dinner on. Oh. Hannah G. Hopefully she can swim. It's not gonna kill her. Are you she's, talking about Hannah G? I don't know the last name. I believe last he name. is. Everybody's talking, talking about, about, her. about Miss rate. Alabama. No, no, no. Yes, I am. What? I'm talking about Miss Alabama. No, no, no. Okay. I was talking about you're talking about Oh no, we didn't you're box talking about Hannah already, B. did we? Hannah B. Yes. Bama Hannah. Hannah G is the blonde. Hannah Very G is the uh, round-eyed girl oh. who Colton really, really likes and who I think is... It, this is hers for the take. Oh, and the other one, the one who hasn't been kissed yet, what's her name? Is that the one? You, Heather. Heather. She's really fine, too. And I think I think when they had the, oh, I've never been kissed conversation, I think she climbed up his list Yeah, but lot. that's such a red flag for me. Okay, well, you're not, you're not a 26-year-old virgin. No, no, no. But, like, just, like... There's something up with that girl, and I don't know what it is. No, her hair's too long too. It freaks me out. She needs to cut it. Whoa. She's really, she's really cute. She's Man, got, y'all are watching way, way more than I was. She got hella dimples. Hannah G is the one. Uh, she got the first impression, first impression. rose. Yeah, she, it's it's hers for who, the taking. If who she is doesn't the, win it? Who is the the Cuban girl? Ah, or the South Florida. I don't know if she's Cuban or she's I got believe nothing. she. I believe she is Cuban. I kind of, I, I can, I feel like I'm rooting for her. Because she seems very genuine. I don't know how far she's going to go. I don't think she'll go that far. Um, I also have no clue what her name is. And I'm on the website right now trying to find her. Uh, All this being said, Chris Harrison was tight. Nicole is her name. Nicole. She's from Miami, Florida. She's a social media coordinator. She coordinates social media if you're If she's looking for an internship. Actually? Yeah. Like, holler. Let's reach out. I don't know. I, I've never. That's been, all I have. Yeah, so I don't far. have anything else. Either. It's still early. How do you think Colton's doing? Good. I think he's good. Did you notice? Okay, they have him doing that uh, little video blog, the vlog, and he did it from the bed with his shirt off. All I can look at is his shoulder that he uh, that he showed us had busted. Yeah, he got Cleo Mac. I don't know why they're not playing that up more. Right. 
I guess because most people, I'm just going to make an assumption. Did he watch The that, Bachelor don't know about Khalil Mack. Did he break that news on Circling Back? Yeah, I feel like no one's credited us or given us any kind of uh, accolades for that. That's all right, though. That's a, that's a story. One of the best players in the league ended your career. When, uh, when I was telling that story to Chad, Chad was with Bryce Butler, Miami Dolphins wide receiver, not to name drop. A.K.A. our best friend? Yeah. Um, Bryce just goes... Dude, have you seen Khalil Mack? Dude's huge. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I watch the football as well. Yeah. Football is the sport that I watch. It is interesting because Bryce is not. Bryce is he's he's thin. You know what's funny? When we were at the Callaway event, someone came up to Bryce, our, our boy, and said, "Hey, can I get a picture with you real quick?" He goes, "Yeah, man, sure." This guy puts his arm around Bryce, or he's basically on his back, and when they took the picture, he goes, "Man, it's weird, like." Like touching like your back and it's like you're just huge. You're ripped. Like that's what the guy said to him. He goes, he said that to Bryce. Yeah, and he goes, man, no. I play offense. He goes, you should you should do that with a defensive guy. He goes, I don't need to be big. Those guys do. He's a receiver. He yeah. probably weighs you know two, two ten something like that. He's yeah. a big dude. He's in really good shape, obviously, but he's pretty thin compared to you know Colton, for example. Also, got to give Bryce props. I don't know if we said this on the pod, but. Uh... He is one of the rare people that can take any hat, any hat that's laid out on a table, and say, I'm just going to put this atop my head, and it's going to look tight. And I am the opposite person. There's like 1% of hats that I can put on my head and say, yeah, this works. Not him. He can do it, and it looks good. He looks cool and everything. He literally did it with uh, every hat Callaway had laid out at the uh, event, the epic launch event, epic flash launch event. He's lucky for this. And then he... Yeah, he's a stud, man. That was fun. Feels good to talk Bachelor again. Uh, let's pivot a little bit. We got a, we got something more somber to talk about right now. Dave, you wanted to Dave confront, wants to eulogize. Uh, yeah, you want to eulogize real quick. Sure. Who died? Nobody died. Oh. No human. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, you were probably familiar with uh, Postgrad Problems blog, pgp.com. Yeah, that's the URL, HTTP slash, colon slash slash, backslash. Backslash, backslash. www. Yeah, well, um, they're no longer doing editorial. And if you're new here, that's how I got my start in media. That's how, kind of how, that's how Will That's how I got my start in media. I'll explain that in a minute. But, and Dylan, Dylan was always around and Dylan (laughs) blogged on there quite a bit, even though for some reason. I love that ringing endorsement. Dylan was always around. No, no, I didn't know how to explain because like Dylan didn't get his start on PGP, but he eventually transitioned and. Because I got old. You, you did. I mean, once you hit 30. Okay. I did you right. Wow. Uh, But yeah, so they're not doing editorial anymore. And the reason that's important to us, you know, besides all the reasons that I just explained. So I started PGP as a Twitter feed. Back in like 2010, 2011 or something, I was in school trying to do the law thing and kind of as a joke and with the help of Grand X, we blew it up um, and eventually started a website. And uh, first person we brought on was uh, Brian McGannon. I think he was writing under Champs Tour then. Um, and we brought him on to pretty much run the website. And um, all these years later, we were still doing content and... Here we are, and there's a lot of good writers out there not uh, not writing anymore, although I think they've got something planned, and I just want to say that was a really fun time of my life. Um, it was stressful. Um, I didn't always appreciate it, but um, 
you know, looking back and, and hearing from a lot of people out there who read it every day, uh, it was a really cool thing. And I'm, I'm very happy we could create the, the community that we did on PGP. Um, I met so many people, including, uh, including Will. We, Will came on uh, when I first started. I brought Will on. I what on? And Dylan, I knew Dylan before, but I had never worked with Dylan. And yeah, man, it brought a lot of good things to my life. And here we are. And yeah, it sucks. Well, it changed. It changed my life. It brought me down to Austin. It introduced me to you guys. We started this podcast based on it. Uh, yeah, we did. I, I mean, it, it, I, I can't, I don't think I can stress the amount that that I mean, I, I say this in the, the happiest way possible. That stupid website, like the stupid shit that we got to put on that website on a daily basis. Like it, it, it changed everything. It, it, it changed my life for the better. And I can't, I can't fathom what I would be doing without it. And now True. that we, now that we've moved on and, uh, it's, it's behind us, I will always look fondly. I think, I think I've said numerous times since, uh, the editorial stopped that it was probably the best four years of my life. It was really fun. There were days when I was just like, yeah, hundred percent. But like the like looking back on those days when I would like complain about something, I was like, dude, come on, don't be don't be an idiot. This is the best. I would agree. Uh, these I was with Grand X for seven, over seven, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I had, not, I had nothing bad to say about anything going on over there. Really, uh, great times, met some good people, got to write some fun stuff, make some fun content. You wrote about crap in your pants on PGP. My most notable PGP column is, uh, yes, it's about shitting myself mm-hmm. on the side of I-10 from Austin to Houston. Uh, yeah. It's been fun. And the, the, the community, the people, best part about it. 100%. Best mm-hmm. part about it. Uh, I'm going to give some shouts, and y'all chime in, interrupt. But first of all, I mentioned before, Brian, mm-hmm. uh, he's he did a, such a good job assembling a team uh, right out of the gates. I feel like he doesn't get a lot of credit for that. Um, and, you know, when when shit changed up, it was unfortunate. Always missed the guy, and I was glad he got to come back into the fold uh, toward the end there because it was great having him around. Power Moves is – 21 Power Moves is still probably one of the more – I mean, it's it's top three iconic pieces. Gil, Gil Humpelstead is, oh, most, Gil, is one of the most underrated series. Arguably Gil, yeah. He only put out a couple uh, – but like in the last couple of years, but it was spot on the perfect PGP voice. And a lot of the OGs, uh, two not broke girls, big shouts to, uh, to miss Crowley. She was, uh, she was one of the original writers on there and man had, had like the longest running series on there. I think to this day, what five people. Yeah. It's one of them for sure. One of them for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, and yeah, I'll give shots, uh, you know, Dan, who occasionally wrote on there, Harrison, all those guys. Veronica went viral, one of the biggest pieces on there. Uh, what was the Forever 21 piece? I think it was called You're Too Old to Be Wearing Forever 21. Ross went viral. Ross Stop went viral. CrossFit. Stop CrossFit. Dude, shout out to Rob, Rob Fox, too. When when all that stuff went down and, and uh, you know, Brian was no longer with the company, like Rob stepped up and he he wrote quite a bit on PGP. Um, but yeah, man, it's crazy to think hell, Mike Burns. We had Dad Boner writing on there. Yeah. People were like, Who's Mike Burns? It's Dad Boner. I want to give a shout out to Kyle Banduho. Oh yeah. He was a from the day I started, I think it was very similar to the time that he started writing on the site. And uh I don't know. He he was a very uh interesting person to, you know, write alongside with. 
And he's got his own ventures right now in the media biz. Absolutely. He and uh, Pete Hart. Uh, Pete didn't write as much as I wanted him to. I'll just add him right he said real it. quick. He said it himself. He knows it. Uh, but still like one of the most intelligent writers we've ever had. And just, just a sense of humor unlike anything we've ever put out on PGP. What was your favorite thing you ever wrote on the site? Ooh, maybe my retirement from raging. <laughs> no, maybe it was... Uh, Maybe it was the, the covering Rory, that Rory thing at the uh, the Ryder Cup 2016, I think. It feels, went viral, went yeah. front page Reddit. It feels good to go viral, I'll say that. I did it twice. You broke the website. I did it twice, and it, it just, it it's a feeling that's, uh, it's it's like the most like, it's like superficial validation. Like, okay, I did something good. But like, you just get to see numbers go up. Yeah, neither of those things, neither of the things that the, I wrote two things that went viral. Neither of them were uh, my favorite things that I wrote for the site. I always enjoyed the scary stuff you did. My favorite, my favorite thing I ever did was uh, the things girls do after graduation plan brunch. Mm. Just that one installment. Iconic. It was, my, it was my favorite one ever. But other than that, Dylan was using your poop pants. It was burb dad. That one was a lot of fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you. I, just, I, forgot. I was going to say mailbag, but uh, yeah, probably... White Dad from the Burbs? White Dad from the Suburbs breaks down, you know, something in hip-hop culture, like a rap beef, for example. You did Drake and uh, Meek, I think. Yeah. That was I, a funny one. I think I wrote like four or five installments of that. Those are so much fun to write. They so always, I'm, I'm going to go with that. They always did well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have much else to say about it. I... I will always cherish the uh, four years that I worked for the site for, I mean, I think it was like six months I was a remote writer and then I came on full time in May of 2015 and it was, it was fun every single day. Yeah. I'm going to leave, we're going to leave people out, but like, I mean, dude, think about Madoff, the following that he created for himself. He Mm -hmm. was, he was a much more like, like serious and somber tone that we had on the site that admittedly I wasn't sure if it was going to always work, Mm -hmm. but like he had a legion that loved everything he did. Uh, dude, Noam. Nick Arcadia. Nick Arcadia. He was the most underrated uh, writer on the site. Uh, His that, following is way too small. It agree. doesn't make sense. I've always said he's the he was the best Twitter follow. Like yeah, he, his great. Twitter was the most underrated. Um, and we already talked about Duda. Duda, who people ask, like, how is Duda? Is he like he is on the website or when he's on the podcast? He's absolutely the same guy. Yeah, he's the same. Like person. it's not a it's not a bit. Yeah, it's not. And if it is, he's living the bit, which yeah. I think that's kind of what we all do. But yeah, I don't know. I think people might think that you know, Dudo had a short stint in terms of his time in Austin, and like, as far as I'm concerned, like, yeah, I wish it would have been longer. It wasn't a decision we got to make, Dude. but he, uh, I don't think there's any ill will with uh, between he and us. Like, I talk to him every single, not every single day, but I talk to him a lot of days. Oh, well, he knows we didn't have anything to I'm do. Probably yeah. gonna Facetime him after this. Yeah. I love that kid. Taylor Stovall. She came out of her own. Another content beast. Into her own, sorry. What'd you say? I said she came out of her own. That's weird. That doesn't make sense. No, no. I'm saying that. We've all done it. She just unraveled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, really cool. Uh, we're leaving people out, but everybody, even people who bailed on the site, like, man, you still put in good work. We appreciate it. And uh, it's cool reading uh, reading people's thoughts on it, on the, on the subreddit and on Twitter and stuff like, yeah, glad it was a big part of y'all's lives. And, and shout out to everybody who stuck with it through like their twenties, like into their thirties. Like a lot of people like us, well, like us, uh, we were getting uh, paid to do that, but people who, you know, kept reading it cause they, they liked the, the content creators, man. That's huge. Do we want to do a little chaser final, final chaser to that, uh, 
to this somber moment and uh, talk about dog TV real quick before we get out of here? You like how I snuck that on there? Uh, what is dog TV, Dave? So I've never had a pup that acknowledges the television mm-hmm. until I got Randy. Yeah. And everybody thinks it's so cool and quirky, like, oh, my dog watches TV. I don't want to overdo it. But Randy legit sits down next to me on the couch and he'll he'll just look at the TV. And who knows what he's seeing? Nobody knows. There's no way of knowing. But he's at least looking at it. Uh, and yesterday, I was like, I'm going to pop on my smart TV, not to brag. Wow. Put on the YouTube thing. Major flex. Must be nice. Looked up do- shows for dogs on YouTube. And immediately, like... A thousand things like dog TV comes up and it's essentially soothing music with images of like, it just looks like they put a camera down in a park and it's like ducks feeding at a pond or squirrels running around. Interesting. And I was like, I'm just going to see what Randy does. And, uh, dude's fucking into it. If you go to my Snapchat, he doesn't bark. He just, he perks up, he sits and like, Sometimes when like a, a bird or something comes in out of nowhere, he'll like kind of back up and then he'll just, kind of, he'll just watch. He watched that for a good 20 minutes yesterday without moving. Is he matching that remote? He's, he's not like, matching the remote. Okay. It's voice activated. See, so he's doing it with his voice. Rosie's favorite thing to watch is Secret Life of Pets. Uh, it's not a Pixar movie, but it looks like one. But she just enjoys seeing the dogs run around. I think the noises. She also is a, a big fan of Minions. Mm, I could see that. I am not, but she does like herself some minions. I don't put them on for her. Sally does, but that's that's what she likes about. I think dog TV would be good. I do worry about Rosie barking at the TV because she does not like squirrels and ducks. Like those are the kind of things she wants to go after. You it's, might want to avoid this. Yeah. So I think I might need to stick with other dogs. If you look at my, if you go to my Snapchat, it's up there now at D Carter Ruff on Twitter and Snap. Uh, you can see a photo of Randy. Just kind of looking at it. And he at first he did the thing where he walked right up to the screen and like kind of put his nose, mm-hmm. just trying to sniff it out, like not sure how this is working. But I want, if anybody has any recommendations for uh, shows just to chill your, I mean, Randy's already chill, but I like, I feel like he's enjoying it. So I want him to have something to, something to watch when I'm in my office or doing something else. Yeah. Hit me with those recommendations. Mash that recommendation button. Yes, please do. Guys, I think we should get out of here. Yeah. We've been here for a minute. It's been a long one. What uh, are we doing Friday? No, we're not talking about that yet. Oh. We're, we're saving. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like this weekend and fun. Oh, no, no. I was going to tease. In uh, case people want extra content. Okay. Which... If you're listening to this episode, it drops on a Wednesday. Our next episode is Friday. You will not be finding it on this feed. This is a Patreon-only episode on Friday. If you go to patreon.com slash circlingbackpodcast, you sign up. It's five bucks a month. As Dave says... It's how much you would pay for a $5 foot long. It's going to equate to like $1.25 per episode. If you can spare that, you will get a listener voicemail episode. Uh, I'll say this. We're going to go hard. We have a lot, a lot of voicemails. Yep. Um, so just go do it. Dude, I know people don't want to pay for content in 2019, but just I'm telling you, we're going to make it worth your while. We know we know you're putting up your hard-earned money, even though it's 5 bucks. That's a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. And we're not, we're not going to make... This will not suck. Start your happy hour early by spending $5 for the month. That's a great and, way to enjoying put it. Our, Did enjoying you just think of presents. that? Yes. That's really good. It's just 5 bucks per month for your entry fee. It's Footlong Friday. Yeah. Footlong Friday. Five for five Friday. Fun Friday. 
Nah. Again, it's Circling Back Podcast on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Circling Back Podcast. And we also are going to do some editorial eventually. Yes. You don't know what you're going to find on there. You don't know. You don't know who. There's three people in this room who are pretty capable of writing, but there might be some other people on there as well. There might be. Also, if you haven't done so already, just go to iTunes, subscribe, go to Spotify. If you have both iTunes and Spotify, subscribe on both. It helps us. Will, if if you do subscribe and you to the Patreon, if you become a backer, mm-hmm. which by the way, merchandise coming soon? Question. It's hard to say. We'll see. Uh, how will you be able to to uh, consume that content? It will exist for now. The only way to do it is going to be on the Patreon page. Okay. So you'll have to have your browser up, or I believe they have an app that you can listen on too. Uh, either way, it's going to be on Patreon. Their app is really dope. Yes, uh, it's, is it? it's very easy to use. Okay, good. Um, that is how you can listen to it. Uh, logistically, I can't speak to too much more until we actually load it up, but that is what's going to happen. Also, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, everything. It helps us right now. We are on top of the charts right now, and I want to stay there. I think I can speak for these two that they want to stay there. Go do it. It helps us so much. Thank you to everybody who's already done all that. Yes. All the backers out there, this has been awesome. And this has you, been, honestly, the one of the best weeks of my it's been, working life. It's been fun. I've, it's been incredibly exciting. Yes. I'm having my best workouts ever because like, I'm just looking at my phone and getting the noties, and I'm in there just deadlifting big boy weight. up hella weight. I actually posted, a, a, I posted in the Reddit thread, the circling, there's a circling back Reddit page now. I just, I just said thank you. I said this week has been like overwhelmingly awesome. Uh, the response we've gotten from everyone just supporting us. Come on. Come on, Can't son. Can't ask for anything more than We're that. We're not slowing down. We're going to go incredible. hard as fuck. I just love you guys. That's all. Uh, the final piece... Make sure to go on Twitter and Instagram and subscribe and sorry, follow uh, Circling Back Pod. It's not that hard. Circling Back Pod. It's not that hard to mash that button. No. Just mash it. Knock the tits off it. Mash the tits off right, it. Dave? Wow. Man, have anything he, else? When Chris came back at me with that, I just That's that's when we made it. That was my favorite moment of the year. Let's get out of here. Let's go. Like we said, don't be confused on Friday when you don't see something pop up on your iTunes or Spotify. Head over to Patreon. Love you, bye. Thanks a lot.